to the Creative Entrepreneur Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Show. My name is Rosh. It's so good to have you here. In this show, we're talking about the lazy versus professional creative. And when I say lazy, I know that sounds harsh, but I think really what I mean by that is, look, you probably have to work harder than you think you need to work if you want to live the lifestyle of a creative entrepreneur. A creative entrepreneur has the ability to do what they want to do when they do it. They, make, they have the freedom, the freedom. But freedom doesn't mean you're not working hard. And I think that's what we, we really need to understand, especially in the beginning of building your creative business. That's what's so important to understand. And I think a lot of creatives don't realize how much they have to work getting up early, doing what they need to do, working all day. In other words, going to work it is something you have to do. Going to work is part of the process to live you know, your dream. Look, I am fortunate. I am able to do what I want to do when I do it. I'm doing this live podcast. Nobody's telling me I can't do this on YouTube and Facebook on Mondays uh, noon Eastern time. No one's telling me I can't do it. Of course I can do it. Who's telling me not to? No one. I'm the boss. But I also, if I want to live a creative life, I have to be creative. I have to set time aside. When I say lazy creative entrepreneur, I mean that, you know, you get up when you want, you do some work, you know, and then, you know, by the end of the day, you know, maybe you go out, but if you have time or you have a deadline coming up, you 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 work into the evening, maybe to three in the morning. I I can't tell you how many creatives work till three in the morning. That's their best time. No, that's that's not necessarily your best time. Some people believe they're night owls. That's fine, and maybe you do. Some say, "Oh, I do my best work under pressure," and I would say, "How do you know?" <laughs> Because you're not doing it when you have time to redo or or give yourself the opportunity to reflect on the work you're doing. It's just that you have pressure. And quite often, you know, hey, sometimes you come up with a winner, sometimes you not you don't. But you know, if you if you have a plan and you go to work every day and set time aside for the things you need to do, that's what's important. And and here's another thing, and this is a little secret that I, I don't pe- think a lot of entrepreneurs understand. So when I started my business, I would get to work in the morning. Now, early, early days, like college days, I, I would, uh, in soon after college, I would sleep late. I, I got to tell you, I did. I, I, I'm talking from knowledge here, okay? This is not something that I ma- I'm making up. I, I get it. But when I realized I had to go to work, I would start to work and I would work through as far as I could is get everything done that I had to get done and be done. So I might be done at two o'clock. I might be done at one o'clock and that's fine. When you're done, you're done. If you don't have that time frame, you're just going to drag it out. Oh, I can do that later. And so you kind of have a eight hour, 10 hour work day of doing two hours worth of work. Just get the two hours worth of work done and go on and be creative doing your own thing later. That's fine. 
And over time, as you gain clients and as you gain more opportunities, you can add more and more hours and decide how many hours you want to work and then decide when is your alone creative time to come up with new ideas or to do the work you want to do, not just for your clients. If you want to live the life of a creative entrepreneur, you have to work as an entrepreneur. See, there are two parts, creative business or creative entrepreneur. You know, creative is wonderful if you're being creative. Creative is wonderful if you're doing the work in producing and not only producing, but shipping it to your clients or your show or however you go about it, however you sell your work, and then the business and entrepreneur part. And we get fearful of that. And I understand the fear. There is real fear of losing control. There is real fear of feeling like, wow, if I get too much work, and this is in the back of your head, if I do get too many clients, now I'm going to be working that regular job and I have no control of my life. Well, guess what? You still do because you can always say no. You can always uh, turn clients down. You can always keep control. And that's the nice thing is you can turn the volume up or you can turn the volume down. That is up to you. And I don't think we realize that. We think it's just going to get out of control and now we're subject to the whims of other people. And that is true. If you're going to be a creative entrepreneur, you don't have a boss. You have multiple bosses. So being a professional, what does that really mean? What does being a professional creative mean? Well, it means that you, I I would say the best thing, if you're going to think about being professional, It doesn't mean you're wearing a suit. It doesn't mean that you are necessarily doing the traditional things. You can live your life your way if you're a creative professional. But the one thing that really makes you professional is following up and delivering on time. Deliver what you say you're going to deliver on time and even do it better than you say you're going to do it. If you can do that, you're ahead of most people. Honestly, you're ahead of most creatives. If you deliver on time and follow up and make sure everyone's satisfied, don't just drop stuff out the door and never follow up. You keep in contact and build relationships. You're going to be fine. You can you can work in your pajamas all day long if that's what you want to do and live life on your terms as long as you do that. As long as you follow up, and that means people who are inquiring about your work. And if the answer is no, see, sometimes as creatives, we think, oh, the answer is no, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the no. I don't want to tell people no. I'll just let it die slowly on the vine. But you have to remember, that's your reputation. And the difference between creatives who succeed at a high level and who don't, because a lot of us as creatives are in a commodity world. We live in a commodity world. Commodity world meaning the whims of the marketplace dictate our prices. But if you want to live the life on your terms, you have to understand your brand. And your brand is your reputation. And if you're not following up and if you're not delivering on time what you said at the the level or better than you said you would, then it's going, your reputation is going to die. It's going to hurt. It's not going to be what you want it to be. You have to do those things. Everything else can be pretty much on your terms. When you work, I said, you know, a lot of us are night owls. Fine. If that really is when you work best, fine. You can do that. 
if you work best in the morning, if you work one hour a day, and believe me, some people work one hour a day and do just fine. Seriously. It depends on the area that you're in. Depends on how you approach your business. But the point is you have to understand what, know what it takes. What are your goals? What is it that you need to live? How much do you need to make and understand how many clients, how much work you have to produce, all those things to live at the level you want? Not everybody needs to be a millionaire. You really don't. How about comfortable with a, with a roof over your head and a studio that you can create as much as you want at your level that you want with nobody over you other than the clients who need their things on time? Whether you're a writer, designer, you make you know, sculpture, photography, whatever it may be, as long as you do those things. So think about it. That's not so hard. We talk about processes quite a bit. We talk a lot about processes. And, well, we do seven sources of income, five people. This is the combination code. Five people to support you. Three is processes, having three processes. Well, if you, and one is channel building, building a channel, a voice where you have a community. And I have many videos on all this. But the processes, if you're working on some processes, understanding, obviously the sales process is important, our marketing process, but understanding how you can better get past your demons, get past the things that block you to deliver on time and let things go, get past the reasons why you're not following up, the reasons why you're having a tough time communicating with people. You, you have to be able to communicate with people at a certain level and understand what you can do to improve that. That's what you want to do. So there's a comment in, in the chat about expecting more from others or don't expect more from others. And, I, and it really got me down on a, in this thought and this whole idea of, look, it is about trust. You have people that you trust. Let's say you have a supplier or a vendor. You ask for something, you pay for something, and it's there when you want it. You, you don't start looking for other people necessarily. You go to back to the person that's supplying what you wanted when you want it. And your customers are looking for the same thing. So if you can be that person, sometimes you're not always the best, but you're the one they trust and know that you'll fulfill what you say. Like I said, that's going to get you a lot further. So it's not always about creativity. You know, sometimes people get a little more chance if they have a very high level uh, of creativity, sure. However, if you can be there when you say you're going to be there, you're going to find that you're going to get more clients and more people are going to stick with you. You're going to find that you're, I mean, in my situation right now, I, I find right now that I can accept or decline photography work. You know, I, I do, a, I have a lot of number of areas in which I, you know, especially my digital marketing company, it works. It's great. I, I get a great income from that. And then I have still, after being a photographer for so many years, plenty of great opportunities to photograph, but I don't accept them all. I don't accept them all. And, and that's a great position to be in. I can do the photography projects that I want to do, but people refer me because they know I can do the job and they pay the price, the price that they know it's of high value. I'm not, I'm not the most expensive, but I'm certainly not the cheapest. I'm at a level though, that you have to be serious and want somebody 
you know, you, you know you're going to be an investing in photography, but you're also going to get photography that's going to help your marketing greatly, look great, and represent you really well. There's no, there's no question about it. It's going to happen. And you have to be that person too if you want to grow that business. But, you know, to be professional too, if you really want to grow the business, you need to, you have to be out there networking. You have to build the relationships. And again, that goes back to that communication thing. Communication is so important. But we all have our weaknesses, and some of us are are introverts. We're not... We don't like to be out there all the time. And sometimes we're not really confident about our work, especially in the beginning. But you do have to try and work your way through and just say, look, it's kind of like the, one of the first times I was in front of a group speaking. I just had to tell myself that I'm the expert here. They're looking at me as the expert. So act like the expert. And the same goes for you. The first times you're presenting your creative, your creative work, just Act like the expert. No, you're the expert. You're the creative. It's okay. And if they have questions or even if they reject you, that's fine. Somebody out there will not. Or you can learn from that rejection. I've, I've had many students, especially journalists in the universities. I would talk about those who wanted to go to, say, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times. And, you know, how do you get there? You, you apply. You ask. So if you want to put your work into a specific gallery or you want to work for a certain company or you want a certain mentor, well, you have to ask. It's not going to happen by accident. It's about that communication. Just go out there. And if they reject you, it's okay. Find out why. Because those who apply to the New York Times and get rejected have now, one, they have the opportunity to to follow up with people that they know in that business, they know the editors that they, or even publishers that they have interviewed with, and they can ask questions. What was it? Where, where do I need to improve? If you don't have the opportunity to ask questions or find out why a gallery or a specific client has turned you down, then you don't know where you need to improve. You know more if you've asked those questions and have gotten rejected and you have a better chance of getting in than somebody who's never, ever Ask those questions you've even tried before. It's a never-ending process. Keeping in front of people. And so that's, that's why I think it's important. All right, now some more questions here. How can we become a successful businessman? Well, that's kind of what I was just talking about. And, and that's, that is basically to be a successful business person, business creative, creative person, or just a business person in general, you need to solve a problem. What problem do you solve? Find a problem to solve. And that's true with creatives. You say, well, you know, if people you know, don't have art problems, <laughs> if you're an artist, it was, yes, they do. They have a problem. They have a wall that's blank. <laughs> and they're looking for a beautiful scenery or a, um, impressionist work or whatever it may be. Or the, they have a problem there's, they need, they want, and the, it can be a want, not always a need. They want a sculpture in the middle of their living room. And it has to be of a certain style. And so some of us are professional says in design. What problem? They need a new website. They need an updated website. 
What's their problem? They need a good quality photograph for their business. I mean, there's a number of reasons. They, they need to, it can drill down more. They need to sell more. And a good quality photograph will help them sell more. So what's the problem that you solve? And that is true with creatives too. Understanding that problem and now figuring out who are the people that have that problem? And then kind of just figure out in your head and, and kind of work it through and understand what is that persona of that person? Now, what do I need to do to get to them and show them my portfolio or the work? So that's, that's why I think it's important to start with understanding the problem that you have to solve. And there are so many problems. You see problems every single day. Think about the things people are complaining about. Think about the things that you're complaining about. Maybe you can do it better. I know a number of entrepreneurs. I have friends who had, well, actually, I have a friend who runs a web design company, and maybe he'll even see this video. He had a problem with lawn care companies, <laughs> and so he opened up a lawn care company to do it better, and he did it online, and, and he took it on and, and made money that way. So there's a number of things you can do just by observing life and being within a specific industry. Sometimes your creative idea is to help other people in your industry, other creatives in your industry. Maybe there's a way to do something better and you can sell to your peers. You know, you know your business best, so you, can, you know the problems in your industry best. But also think about what people are asking. And, and this, again, we, we're talking about lazy versus professional. The lazy is just letting things happen, letting things fall in their lap versus the professional who is getting out there and looking and trying to solve the problems and find the problems that people have. And when you get out there and take that action, lazy versus professional, the professional takes action. There are a lot of lazy people who have done very well in life. That's fine. Some things, sometimes things do happen to fall in your lap. Sometimes there are people that have things fall in their lap and they don't take action. That's even lazier. <laughs> but professionals are knocking on the doors and working really hard. And I think I've probably been in between those two worlds. I have some friends who are very professional and are out there and knocking on doors and doing great. In my situation, I've been kind of like the, uh, the catcher, kind of the spiders kind of waiting for the opportunity to come by. But when it came by, I did act and I took advantage. But I've also worked really hard knocking on doors too and building up opportunities, going out and networking and building relationships. So when it comes to the lazy versus professional, action is quite often the big element. Taking action, as I mentioned, following up, and of course, delivering when we say we're going to deliver. But if you're not quite there yet, get out there, find a problem to solve, test it out and see if there's actual market for what you're trying to do. Being a professional creative does not mean you're losing control of your life. You have that control to say, I'm done. I have so many clients and I'm happy with so many clients. And that's it. And I want the rest of the time. I'm done by noon each day. I have enough clients to, so I can live the life I want to live and do what I want to do, and I'm done, and the rest of the day is mine. If that's what you want, your creative life can be the creative life that you design, that you enjoy. So that's what I hope for you. That's what I want for you. 
especially those who follow this channel. It's all about developing your creative life. Hey, we'll talk to you next week on the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast.